Hey everybody, Jared here with the Comedy Food Truck. I know you have some expensive habits, like shopping at Target instead of Walmart, or getting gas at the Arco instead of the QT, but one habit that's not expensive is following us on Facebook and Instagram, and subscribing to our YouTube channel. Now enjoy the show. You're listening to the Comedy Food Truck Podcast. We talk life, food, relationships, and have fun with all of it. And now here's your host, comedian John Hill. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Sorry, I was just for YouTube. I came up from my... Hey, everybody. Oh, Lord. Wow. wow. John's is... having fun. Like Sunrise. I'm, I'm on animon- animatronics. M&M&M on monotronics. Animatronics. Animatronics. Intimantronics. Intimans. Animatronics. Um... So, uh, man, we're excited for another episode. We're uh, late in summer a little bit. I got. Yeah. I'm excited about today. Uh, today. Today. Today is my daughter Gabby's birthday. Oh, happy well, birthday, was, Gabby! Why, why I wasn't excited, but happy birthday, Gabby! Happy, happy birthday! 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 uh so <laughs> jared became a dad at six years old uh-huh. um so excited for um today but also excited for the team that's here mm-hmm. uh ray was a little miffed last week about me not being more formal to our 300 episode of intro i sort of switched <laughs> it up decided to try something new for 300 episodes jared's here hey hi am hi jared hi hello Hey. Hi, Scott. Hi, Jared. Scott's here, John. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I'm glad Scott's here. Hi, you Jared. Scott. Hey, how are you? It's nice to be here, not on the screen. Yeah. Good. It's great. Freaking love it. Nice. Yeah. John's here. I see John. Yeah. <laughs> but not Ray. The magic Ray's here. not here. Ray. Nope. It's too late. <laughs> the moment's passed. I was gonna, I was gonna say the magic mirror. You know, remember that thing? We yes. Always, right. She said yeah. my name. She said my name. <laughs> the magic mirror. I, I have never no said idea Ray. She never once said she sees Ray. Yeah. Wow. That's terrible. I it's, it's, I carry that. I do. Romper room. As I a do. kid, that yeah, would be terrible. I, I, as a <laughs> <laughs> too old for yeah, room. I threw a brick at the TV one time. Say my name. And it bounced off, didn't it? <laughs> right. Those old TVs, yep. man. No. Clink. <laughs> well, the upside came it, back and hit me in the, the head. The signal got better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the line in the middle went away. <laughs> Plus, there was the bonus of them transferring you to a new facility. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, one without a TV. Yep. <laughs> oh, this is a nice, comfortable suit with a padded wall. You can bounce off the You'll walls in this. here. You'll enjoy this, yep. Derek. That's why she never said Ray. That's not your name, Derek. Derek, would that be weird? That'd be weird. That is bizarre. Hey, Jared, don't be weird if your uh, name was Derek. Wouldn't that be weird? Weird, right? Well, especially since that would be your name too, Ray. So right. it'd be Derek and Derek. Yeah. <laughs> this is our other brother, Derek. This is Derek. Derek. My brother, Derek. Derek. My other brother, 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 Derek. Derek. This is his wife, Bo Derek. <laughs> She's a 10. She's a 10. <laughs> I have a nephew She's named She's a 10, Derek. but she smokes. She's, <laughs> She's a 10 on a scale of 20. She's a 10 on the Richter scale. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 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 Stop it. Eunice, you, you're on an eclipse. You say Eunice? Eunice? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. 
<laughs> U.S. <laughs> clips. U.S. clips. I'm just throwing stuff Evelyn. Out. Evelyn clips. Oh, Evelyn clips. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Evelyn Eunice clips. cycle. E clips. Eunice. <laughs> Eunice. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh, we should not do this many episodes. You took the ray out of Uranus. You we, just Eunice. We, we. <laughs> We've we've recorded we've recorded in this one session sixteen episodes. This is number this is number seventeen. My other brother, bro, Derek. <laughs> bro, wow. bro, Derek. Our favorite player, Derek Jeter. <laughs> bro, Derek. We got Derek, Derek. We got bro, Derek. We got Bo, Derek, and we got bro, Brosif, Derek. Brosif, Brosif, Derek. That's that's. That's Bro's official name is Brosif. <laughs> and don't forget Jimothy Derrick. Yep. Jimothy yep. Derrick. And then we got directed. Wow. <laughs> We're in the oil business. They call us the oil Derricks. He's oh. a director. <laughs> director. A director. Director. <laughs> he, he says blunt things. He's very direct. <laughs> Derek. Let's get direct to the point. Derek to the point. <laughs> when he's on a taste test, he's a derelict. It was it was indirect. <laughs> we couldn't find it till we looked indirect. When <laughs> we direct in the eyes. Uh, hey, thanks for coming, guys. It's, <laughs> it's been a great show. Us. It's been a great show. Good night, everybody. What's <laughs> <laughs> <was> the music? <laughs> ah, thanks no. for coming. <laughs> We're out. Bye. <laughs> That's funny. That's it. Somebody's doing it right now. Like, what? Somebody's like, oh man, thank you. Finally, it's over. It's the first time I listened to a whole episode. Oh, Derek, Derek's a family counselor. He likes to fix marriages. He's a home D wrecker. Oh, that was a long way getting there, wow. man. That was so bad. Wow. He's not into. He's not into iPods. Oh no. Brace yourself. Uh-oh. Everybody grab on this. Here we go. Hold on. I can't even hold on. Go, go. No. Can't ah. <laughs> you got a tape D recorder. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's terrible. Just horrible. So anyhow, uh, I don't even know. That was just a quick journey into the multiverse. <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> that was weird. Ain't nothing multi about that. The mul- what is it? The... Uh, Man, the multiverse of madness or yeah. something was that one yeah, Dr. Strange yeah, flick? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I feel like there. We just went into some weird place. <laughs> We're back. We do have a topic today. Oh, um, yeah? Yeah, Came well, out. you know, it's the end of July, so NFL training camps. Well. Training camps and preseason's coming for NFL. Uh, we're about a month out of from away from a couple weeks out of uh, NBA Summer League and a mm-hmm. month away from NBA Draft. And this is the weird thing with uh, – I was just – every once in a while you kind of just surf the web or whatever – and there's all these guys are into this thing where they do a redraft. Hmm. Like they take a year, a famous year, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, 96 when Kobe came out or 84 when Jordan or mm-hmm. in the NFL when certain big players came out. And then they look at the draft for that year and then they do a redraft. Like mm-hmm. if all those teams could draft knowing what they know now about these players, oh, okay. how would it change the draft order, right? Okay. Would the same guy go number one? Would right. the same guy? Interesting. Would, right. he, would he still be number one? Would right. he still be number three, number four? Basically. In, mo- in most cases, no. How would they rank? <laughs> most of the time, yeah. it's not. Yeah. There, there's some when it, the, the first, I don't know, half dozen picks or so go pretty much as planned. But the, yeah, especially you always have these guys who got drafted later who have turned out to be really good players mm-hmm. and you would draft them earlier now, right? Right. right. Um, 
trying to think of good examples, but yeah, well, Cope. Tom Brady was drafted in whatever round. It's like the fourth was, round or something. Yeah. So you know, if you went to Tom Brady's year, most guys, most people would put him certainly in the top five or whatever. You know, I don't know who else got drafted his year, but you know, right. depends on that. But anyway, when you look at that, now it's a ridiculous premise for a couple of reasons. Uh, one is it doesn't matter because it's all done and it went the way it went. But the other thing is you don't know the other factors you mess up when you redraft. Like you don't know what team he went to and did he mm-hmm. have the same setting and then there was the same coach and was there Well, it's like systems. going back in time and changing a small detail yeah, it and changes then messing everything. up the whole time space yeah, continuum. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So you don't really, that's <laughs> yeah. why it's ridiculous, right? So <laughs> Changes I mean, the course just, of history. <laughs> just because Tom Brady was Tom Brady doesn't mean he would have been Tom Brady if he'd been drafted to a different the spot same, or The team. same Tom Brady because he wouldn't have a whole different set of players and coaches. And, Correct. Yeah. And then that also, you never the know. Too many factors. You yeah. got trades, you got all this stuff. You know, all that all flowed from the way it happened. Mm-hmm. They would play them differently. But with that said, I thought it'd be cool if we did a like a little bit of a life redraft. Okay. <laughs> so, like, I'm thinking, like, I want to go back to certain eras or certain topics and say, if you had a chance to redraft in that particular either topic or era. So, in other words, if you could do one thing different or if you knew make then a different what choice, you know now. Yeah, if you make a different choice or... or or have something you did that you wouldn't do or something you didn't do that you would do. Okay. I thought I could throw out some ideas and you guys could share yeah. how you'd be. Now, I'm not going to touch, um, you know, girlfriends, marriages, things like that. Because, okay. you know, I'm not going to ask any right. of you to talk about how you depict a different <laughs> wife or something. You know, it's just so like, Man, I would have went with yeah, that. Nah. I could have done it over. <laughs> right, right, right. And maybe when, well... You could, I guess, safely say I wouldn't do anything different, but, but let's just all agree that for most part, we're probably fine with the way things, you know, yeah. you always have, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to dig into regrets either. I'm just saying, right. yeah, if you knew now, and, I, and I'm also not talking about what you knew now wouldn't be like, well, I'd buy more Apple stock. You know, that's not right, what I mean yeah. by that. Right, right, right. It's not that kind of what I know now. It's more about like just philosophically or just you know life life lessons i would have tried this or that yeah Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah 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 yeah. okay so um i just off the top of my head and if you guys have some ideas or questions you want to ask as far as an era or a topic or something but let's start with a simple idea of um financially if you could redraft how the financial decisions you've made in your life (laughs) is there something that you would redraft and do differently and I'll give you my example because maybe that'll help you okay. guys figure out yours. I would have definitely invested in real estate in my 20s. Oh. If yeah. I could go back. Knowing what I know now. There were a couple key points in my life when I was younger that I knew that I had some extra. One in particular, I had a, I wouldn't call it inheritance, but I guess I had some kind of a, uh, what's that word I want? Anyway, I would call it almost like a college a, fund. A trust or yeah, it was endow- a trust, an endowment. It was a yeah. There was a relative. It was actually a, not a blood relative, but somebody was married to a blood relative. Left me some money that had grown when I was real little, and it had grown. I couldn't touch it until I was in college, mm. and only in college if I used it to pay for college. And then if I didn't use it, then I think when I turned twenty-one, all that money was available to me. It wasn't a ton of money, but but we're also talking about I me. Mean, I'm old enough that my twenty. One year would have been eighty, right before nineteen ninety, so eight, late eighties. So um, property, all that stuff was mm-hmm. not the same price it is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and I remember at that time having an opportunity to use some of that to invest, like say, in a condo mm-hmm. at that time. And I think if knowing what I know, not so much uh, in what I know about real estate or any of that, I'm just saying knowing now that 
real estate always appreciates, I would have changed. <clears throat> I would have put some money into that. Mm-hmm. I, I would have. Yeah. Um, it's not that I wasted the money. I did some good things with the money. It's just, it's just I didn't, I didn't invest in real estate. Yep. So that's something I would redraft. Mm-hmm. I would have bought a condo. I remember that I can think of now. I have pictures in my mind the condo <laughs> that I was looking at, and I think it cost one hundred fifty thousand dollars, and I had somewhere around twenty, maybe thirty. I can't even remember. Maybe yeah. it was twenty. I could have put ten per whatever that is twenty whatever twenty thousand is. Yeah. I guess it's like fifteen percent or something. Yeah, anyway, it's like the nineteen ten or fifteen percent. Yeah, yeah, I could have put down, got into it, um, either lived there myself, paid the payment, or I could have rented it, whatever. But the point is, I could have got into it. And that same condo, I haven't looked at that specific one, but I got to imagine now that thing's got to be worth half a million or more. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Plus the rent would be through the roof, and mm-hmm. by now it'd be almost paid off, or if not paid off. Um, so I'd, that'd be like a, just a. Steady residual income claim. Yeah, money, not to mention money the equity. In the mail. Yeah. Not to mention the equity you could use to reinvest in other things. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all buy that more stuff. properties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. one, one, one decision. Yeah, that's what I would have done. Yeah, definitely real estate. I can think back to early 2000s when we moved to Phoenix. Um, just before, actually, the reason we did is because we got felt like we got priced out of the market. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> looking back now, we were looking at a house in Rialto, in a nice area that. When we looked at it, it was one hundred thirty-five thousand, mm. and in the time that we were saving for the down payment, it went up to about two ten. Jeez, which is in about six months. So you know, the early two thousands around here, the market really. Well, it went until two thousand six. So I'll bet you by the time the market crashed, that thing probably went up almost three hundred thousand. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I look at what my brother did during that time as well. You know, yeah. that he was able to take a house that they bought for in the neighborhood of like one thirty-five, one sixty. I can't remember. But then they parlayed that a few years later into a bigger house and with the same house payment, you know, which is now worth, you know, when I think they paid, I don't remember exactly, but I want to say in the neighborhood of like 250 or 275 for that mm-hmm. house. Really nice house. It was a fixer upper for sure. Yeah. It looked like a dump inside, but the property was great. Pool. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've got a lot of use out of that house. But um, now, I mean, in Alta Loma, it was worth, mm-hmm. you know, in the neighborhood of probably 800, 900,000. Oh, Mm-hmm. So yeah, for sure the real estate. Um, but I would have, if I was smart, I would have gotten with my cousin Debbie because my cousin Debbie his and her husband have just from real estate like they made smart decisions early on. Mm-hmm. Bought a, a fourplex in Burbank in the I want to say the early, late '80s, maybe mid '80s, uh, and rented out three of the places and lived in one, and the yeah. rent paid paid yeah. off their mortgage. Right. Yep. And they parlayed that into a multi-unit apartment building and fixed it up and went from there. You know, I mean, that's that's their that's their legacy. Sure. So I would have sat down and picked their brains and tried to figure out how to do the same things because mm-hmm. they weren't rich. Right, right. You know, they started with very little and just yeah. did what they what they knew how to do. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I would I would probably say about the same thing, just because. I mean, I I didn't have a lot of. Um, obviously knowledge in that i didn't have a lot of even adults that were into a lot of that yeah same but you know so i i didn't really know that kind of stuff really existed or didn't pay much attention to it you know what i mean um if you're talking about you know your 20s or i mean not your 20s but like your late teens or Mm -hmm. whatever you know um so i probably would have done the same thing you know yeah just because of the way things, obviously, the way things are now. Yeah. And at times, you know, you're thinking, you know, 
I, one of the other things I wish I, you know, I probably would have done too at the time that I didn't, and it's kind of one of the things that I that I regret not doing was going into some sort of the military. Mm-hmm. Just because at that time in your life, you know, you think, wow, I'm going to do this for four years. You know, I'm going to be 22 by the time that's I get out or whatever, that's you know. nothing when you look back. When you yeah. look back, it's really nothing. And yeah. so I, that's one of the things I wish I would have done. And, and, you know, I let other people change my mind about things like that. Mm. You know, it's, well, when I did this, this is what happened to me. And it's like, oh, boy, I don't want that happening, you know. Yeah. So, so we're going to get to that topic, but you already have your answer in on that one. But I have a, a follow-up. But I want to let Ray talk about as far as uh, financial. My Mine's super redirect. simple. Mine, mine is just stay out of debt yeah at a young age just just don't get into debt even little debt just just stay away from it because you just feel like once you go into debt you're just you're stuck there yeah especially Mm -hmm. when you're not making a lot of money Mm -hmm. so i think that that would be a big you know it's so easy to just okay look now i have it oh wait i gotta pay for it you know (laughs) yeah yeah so i mean there's obviously emergencies and things where you, you you'll need credit and you'll need to borrow money but i think but those are rare if you've been out of debt yes. and a part of being out of debt is saving and that's the other thing mm-hmm. that, that goes in, in hand in hand with it St- yeah. you know stay out of debt and be very disciplined about saving yeah if you just and, live and within your means money, and right. save money then and mm-hmm. have money so when something does yeah. come up you can dip yeah it's only a mm-hmm. one or two times in life you can think of where you're you might be in that kind of crisis where you gotta borrow money or yeah. borrow yeah. money for that but usually it's yeah. health related and that usually doesn't happen when you're younger yeah. yeah, so that was, that's, yeah, very simple. And then obviously investing in something, maybe yeah. not real estate, but at least something that's getting, you know, better returns than, you know, just a savings account, like a money market or something, mm-hmm. anything, yeah. something just simple, you yeah. know. But I, I mean, I, but that grows into other things, you know. Yeah, and yeah. I want to modify what I said. I didn't necessarily mean, I shouldn't have said invest. I, I mean, I would have just bought a house earlier. Mm-hmm. Right. I would have mm-hmm. started with buying a house earlier. I, yeah. I didn't buy my first home until I was... I can't remember now, but it was, I think make it a goal. Even make it, a, it was well uh, past my thirties. So, yeah, but I would have bought it in my twenties. Yeah, make it a goal sooner. Make it, make that, make that. Every everything you're doing is working towards buying a house. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. I mean, it's like the first initial sort of best right. investment because it's right. it's the longest over the history of the United States. It's been the greatest return on investment of anything. Right. I know. You know, some guys make quick bucks with some of the um, dot com stocks and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. in the stock market, but. Long term, mm-hmm. it's always real estate. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I, you know, I probably led too hard with like, I'm not trying to build an empire. I'm just saying I would have bought a house earlier. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably mm-hmm. the yeah. better way to just say Just to it. get your foot in the door. Mm-hmm. Some level. Whatever it would have taken. Start yeah. building equity. Exactly. Yep. So the follow up category that Scott started is um, like career education. Like I'd put both of those career education. And you're saying one of the things you would have done that kind of relates to that. You can pick another one if you want, but I mean, it was was the military. You would have maybe leveraged getting in the military. Yeah, I would have. Yeah, I would have. You know, wouldn't have let too many other people have an influence on me and just try, do it. You know, realizing that four years is nothing. You know, but then on the other hand, as well, it could have uh, turned into twenty years though. Because it could have turned into like a career. It, yeah, right. I know guys who've been started eighteen and by before forty they've retired. Right. So they have a pension coming. Mm-hmm. Right. And now they start saying a lot of guys going to law enforcement after that. But I mean, they, yeah. Mm-hmm. And if not that, then uh, I wish I would have worked on, like, really concentrated and focused on uh, a career in aviation. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I always wanted to be a pilot when I was young. Which was another pilot. The, air, the military would have offered another 
right route to that too yeah. right and that was one of the things is that because i wanted to go into the air force yeah mm-hmm. and um and mm. i didn't mm. Because mm. of that reason, because I want the end goal was to be a pilot and figuring, okay, once you come out of the military, you have that experience and da 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 da. Commercial pilot, what become become a recreational uh, pilot. What yeah. would have been your military pilot nickname? Yeah, what would your call sign? What you call Milk sign? Dud. Milk yeah. Dud. <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah. yeah. Wow. That's, yeah. that's very intimidating. Somebody yeah. grab Milk Dud. <laughs> yep. We got to we gotta get out. One. Milk Dud's milk dud stuck in a flat, <laughs> pit, flat spin. He's headed out to sea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> milk Dud, come in, Milk Dud. That would have been what your drill sergeant would have called you. That's not necessarily your nickname. Drop wow. down and give me 10, Milk Dud. <laughs> Am I funny, Milk Dud? Why are you smiling? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. What you should have done was landed that plane, Milk Dud. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's so funny. Okay, that's wow. cool. Anybody else? Milk Dud. Any, uh, uh, I, either career or uh, educational redrafts? Yeah, for sure. I think, um, well, I know when I was growing up, no one aspired to be a web developer so because uh, it didn't exist. So uh, that wouldn't have been a, a an option even, but. I think the one thing I would really like to change is so our parents, like our parents' generation uh, grew up as you get a job, you work that job for 30 plus years, you get your goal watch and your retirement and you go home. That doesn't work anymore. And then, mm. you know, I'm finding it at my age, like I don't really have a retirement. So what do I do in 20 well, years? It when does it comes work, to but it doesn't work necessarily if you don't land with right. some type of, you know, comp- I mean, there's well, some like, of that you know, still. Go work for AT&T or some established yeah. company. And that's, or the you know, school districts, counties, right. yeah. cities. So they, the jobs know, do exist, yeah. but yeah. they're fewer and far more far between now yeah. than they were, you know, 20, 30 years ago. Or they're just jobs people don't want to work at now. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, or they don't offer the same type of retirement plans or whatever it may be. And let's um, be real. Not our generation, but the one behind us. They don't even want to go to an office. They want to work from home. They want to right. work the hours they want to work. Yeah. Well, those kind of jobs you're and, not going to get. And I am of that mindset. And that stuff right. is becoming more and more prevalent, right. uh, especially as technology advances. Um, like to me, um, and I'm going to get a little deep here beyond what I was want to answer, but um, to me, the nine to five uh, workday for most people is such an outdated concept to me. Hmm. Um, I just don't think it works for a lot of the industries that are up and coming now. For what you do, Ray, like working at a school district, obviously nine to five mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, so industries like that, I don't think like it's hard to get away from that. But it's very blue collar what I do, though, too. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I would say more of the blue yeah. collar trades are definitely like you need right. to be nine to five because somebody you don't want somebody coming over at midnight to fix your air conditioner. Right. Unless it's an emergency. Right. You know, it's like yeah. so. But for technology jobs, especially um, yeah. I, well, the that's, flexibility. That's it. What you're saying is it's mostly technology. Correct. Yeah. All so, the other and industries. It, this affects me still, probably more yeah. than I would say the rest yeah. of you guys. But. Because I work in technology, like that—that that to me is a um, music's gonna fire again if I don't turn that off. There we go. Um, to me, that um, is becoming more of a, more of an antiquated notion to do the nine to five, mm-hmm. um, because it's like come in, get your job done, go home if you need to, whatever. As long as you meet your deadlines, you know you don't need to put in even eight hours a day. Sometimes you put in six, sometimes you put in twelve. As long as it's done, right? Mm-hmm. So it balances itself out at some point, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't want to get too deep there, but for me, I think the biggest thing I would change is going back and telling myself, um, find multiple streams of income and don't feel like you have to work that nine to five job mm-hmm. at AT&T or whatever it may be to get that gold watch. Um, 
because that was a hard thing for me to break and to get out of that mindset of like, oh, you have to find a job and work that job the rest of your life. Mm. So that's the first thing I would tell myself. Don't don't look for that type of job. Find things that you love that you can make money at and do multiple things so that if one of them goes away, you still have all the other ones to live on mm. and invest, mm. invest, invest. Mm. So, <laughs> and don't go to culinary school. Expensive <laughs> and not worth the money. <laughs> <laughs> well, but to, to, to touch on that, mm-hmm. That was back in a time when culinary broke out, and it was like a huge thing with the oh, Food yeah. Network. Yep. And they almost instilled that in you, that the only way you could do any of this was by going to culinary school, right. you yeah. know? And yeah. so that was a big, that's why there was a big, in, you know, a big thing on culinary schools, people going into debt 40, 50, 60 grand yeah. to go to culinary school. But nowadays, you see a lot of people out there that are doing a lot of good things that never went to culinary they're self-taught yeah you know and so that's kind of a norm thing you don't they don't look at it as like oh who are you i mean probably is some places if that's your career Mm -hmm. you know who did you train under and Mm -hmm. all this other kind of stuff but there's so many successful people that are opening up shops restaurants little carts things like that that have no training you know right yeah I i think that's always been though there's always been food places and people who didn't go to culinary school. For sure, yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's definitely but more prevalent now. You but see it now more, yeah. I think. I yeah. mean, if you go all the way back, I mean, well, I'm older than all you guys. But, well, maybe not Scott, but, <laughs> but I'm saying like for 50, 60, 70, 80 years, there's been people running diners and restaurants and different things. Yeah, self-taught. These people didn't yeah. go to culinary school. Right. They were they were apprenticed by somebody else. Yeah. yeah. Um, or that was or they culinary. hired a good chef. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. All, I think a lot of this comes down to what is your goal and passion and then mm-hmm. and then because I think culinary school is still valid. I think it's just, yeah, if that's what you want to do. I think so. Yeah. I think, if you want to be a high I, end I think chef. as long as you understand what the alternatives are and you still make that decision, you know, that's up to you. But most of the schools don't even exist anymore. Le Cordon Bleu, where I went, does not exist in America anymore. They had 20 mm. schools all bankrupt and gone. The only one left is the one that Julia Child opened in, in Paris. Mm. So, I mean, you know, they just ran off with the money and went home. But I, I think if you can get a job in a restaurant, it's you're going to get the same experience. Um, you're going to be trained under just as good of people if you find the right place, and you get paid for it. Yeah. So, but go, don't you want to be a chef your teeth. first? If that's, I mean, meaning I think it starts with, do I want to be a chef and work in a restaurant? Honestly, I mean, if no, that's because what I if do. you if you started in culinary school, you're peeling potatoes for weeks. No, no, I'm not talking about the experience of how okay. you become a chef. I'm saying you have to first decide this is what I want to do. Right? Yeah. Okay, I got you. Then it yeah. doesn't matter. I mean, for some people that routes uh, a professional trade school, for right. some of them it's it's like that in business. It's like that in mm-hmm. probably in AC. You worked for a private place first, and then mm-hmm. you went. There's also those schools where you can learn, and mm-hmm. you can even get AA degrees. Community college stuff. options. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So you get a certificate. Yeah. The route right. you get to it, I think, has not changed as much as it may seem. Maybe it's shifted to digital. Maybe it's shifted mm-hmm. to more accessible for some people. But but I think it's still fairly much, fairly the same. It's just, I think, and this is at least leading to me, I'm saying I would have been more <clears throat> single-minded in terms of what I was going to do and pursued that. Yeah. That's probably what I would have redrafted for me as far as that. Like, I took too long more, to go to college. Focused. Okay. I knew all what I wanted to do, but I tried this half route, and, and I should have just went to college, got out of the way, kind of like you said with the military. I'm 22, 23 years old. I got my bachelor's. If I want to go to seminary, I'm done by 26, 27. And then there's time to go find a place. And I would yeah. have probably, well, it's hard because I like the way things turn out anyway, but I'm saying, you know, there's some ways in which that would have been a smoother route. Um, 
but that has more to do with what I was doing in its place. And I think that I just would have decided to be more focused, I guess. And then I think that would have made a big difference, at least for me. So, you know, that's probably my choice would have been just get to it faster and then just do it. Right. All this hanging around and thinking and trying to shortchange <laughs> it and think you got a better plan. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Just go to school, get your, I mean, I'm saying for me, I right. had to go to school, get my degree, go to graduate school, get that degree. Yeah, you could work some part-time in the meantime, whatever, and just gone, you know, mm-hmm. gone with it. Um, you know, and then you're you're into your professional life sooner, which allows you more reps, which makes you better, which, you know, more networking, all that kind of stuff would have happened earlier. Um, so that's me. Okay. Right. I don't know. But listening to you guys and just, uh, I don't know if I would change anything. Okay. I mean, I have a, I ended up with a great career. Yeah. I have a pension. Mm-hmm. I have full benefits for the family and the, you know, I'm not getting rich, but I'm not starving. Right. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I look back on all my, my aspirations and it was all, they're very hobby. You know, none of it really felt like something that I would seriously pursue. Okay. You know, so I was more like you were saying. You know, the nine to five and all of that. It was basically the job. The job is a means to do the things you want to do. Right. You know, your job is not what you go to do for fun. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> your job is what you do, so you can do fun stuff. And as soon as it turns into See, for me, I worked a lot of jobs that weren't set schedules. So mm-hmm. I was working Saturday. I was working Sunday. I was working, okay, this week I have Tuesday and Thursday off. Mm-hmm. You know, this week I have Friday and Sunday off. You know, so that was very, once it turned into a nine to five set schedule, Yeah. you know, I go seven o'clock in the morning till 3.30, Monday through Friday. It, it, it changes everything. It makes it very, oh, okay, now I'm that guy who works nine right. to five Monday through Friday and yeah. has a weekends off. So you feel like that helps you. It like does. the structure is good for you. The structure is good for me okay. because it, it's it's a sure thing. Right. The job becomes such it, it's becomes it's the the anchor, the uh what do I want to say? The stability mm-hmm. in my life, in my 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 family, in my construct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the sure thing. That's pays the bills, that pays the mortgage, that that takes care of all the details. That I know I know every month every that's everything's handled. There's no I might not have enough hours this week. I might, you know, I need that overtime that I'm not getting. I don't, I don't worry about any of that. Yeah. So to be clear, I, for those that don't know you, you worked in retail for a long time. Worked in retail yeah. for about seven years. Yeah. Um, and just, yeah. And it just, which I don't regret because I was a very quiet kid. Mm-hmm. And when you work retail and you work in sales, you have to, you have to master small talk and yeah. talk to people. And I can't it, imagine it, you being quiet. <laughs> yeah, it taught me. <laughs> retail taught me. Retail taught me to, to taught me small talk and taught me how you know I can I can go into a room and start a conversation with anybody okay. in the room. You know, I, I'm I'm okay going places where I don't know anybody mm-hmm. and walking into that place and just finding just making friends, making friends. Okay, yeah. So I yeah, and I carry that with me obviously at work because I got to deal with you know, administrators and staff mm-hmm. and the public and so, which is part of the job. So, yep. but yeah, so I don't think, I don't know. I don't think I would change anything. Okay. I'm very fortunate. It was very blessed to kind of fall into, you know, it was definitely divine intervention. Sure. And, you know, and I, to end up where I ended up. So, yep. yeah. What about high school? Any redrafts? That'll be our last one. Cause we're running out of time. 
No, I still would have dro- dropped out. Change, what, what do I change <laughs> Any redraft in high school? You know, is there anything, not besides a girlfriend or something? Just no. what, you're talking about any, the time during high school or you're talking about high school When itself? you were teenagers, yeah. Well, yeah, I don't, high school when you were a teenager, was there something you would do differently or redraft if you could, knowing what you know now? If, Pay attention more? Uh, yeah, I, I was. I probably would have focused, tried to hammer down my homework a little bit more, tried okay. to just look at it as a, a short-term thing that is going to benefit from the long-term, hmm. you know, and yeah. not, uh, I don't want to say I was a goof off because it, that's not the case, but I mean, I could have put forth a lot more effort towards, again, the overall goal and knowing that, hey, this is, you know, there's a lot of people that you talk to that this is what I want to do since I was nine years old or five years old or whatever, and I just worked towards it because I knew that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. And I never really, I never really thought about that, mm-hmm. you know, as mm-hmm. a young kid. Mm-hmm. I just kind of drifted around and wondered, okay, well, then, you know, and then I I just feel like I could have put a little bit better effort into just the whole high school, Mm -hmm. you know, thing and and getting better grades and having more of a focus in mind towards a goal. That's cool. Yeah. Definitely. Anybody else? I think I would have fought harder for my freedom and gone the opposite direction Mm because I I dropped out of high school because I didn't didn't see the need for it, honestly. because I wasn't planning to go to college or any of that. It mm. just, I wanted to get out and start life and start making money, which I didn't know how. And I, and I felt bad about that. Like not knowing, you know, like you said, those people, I think the people that knew what they wanted to do during high school are pretty rare. Mm-hmm. And looking back on that now, I feel like that's true. But um, like, and, I, and then I look at my dad who, um, I wouldn't say fumbled around, but he went, you know, job to job for a while until he finally settled at 41 on what he wanted to do for the rest of his life, which was be a teacher. Hmm. So like for him to figure it out that late in life and then have a fulfilling life after that, it's like, hmm. I don't know why that light bulb didn't go off until just a few years ago, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I've always, I'd felt bad about that for a long time. I was like, why didn't I know what I was going to do when I was younger? And I think that's such a, uh, a pressured thing that's been put on hmm. most people, uh, especially people of our generation's. Um, that you have to know what you want to do because you, you know the schools are pushing you into college, mm-hmm. but not everybody's made for college, right? You know, so mm-hmm. right. And I think nowadays, you know, looking back at it, we didn't have the internet back then, right? So you know, having the internet opens up so much other things for you that you didn't realize were out there. So yeah, you're right. stuck at thinking, well, do you want to be a fireman? Do you want to be a policeman? Do you want to do the yeah. the jobs that were always highlighted? Right. Yeah. You know, do you want to be an accountant? Do you want to do this? There's a whole a, a list nurse, of other things become, out there yeah. that you didn't really know existed until mm. you know yeah. you're able to research it now on the internet. I remember doing the career pathing stuff, and I was like, really, this is my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. You? I, th- I think it's very much like the Scott mentioned with the military, the four years. I think just, just, uh, you, you took, you said high school, you take it for granted, those four years. You think you get there as a freshman and you go, I got four years. And then you're sitting there at graduation going, what happened? Hmm. Those four years, they go by in a blink, mm-hmm. you know? And I think I would just make more of it. Yeah. You know, you you feel like you've got you. Oh gosh, I got four years of high school, and next thing you know, you're starting your senior year, going, "Wait a minute, this is it. I'm yeah. I'm done after this." And then I go into the world, you know. <laughs> so I don't know. I I think I would just made more of it, more of an experience. Make high school more of an experience, I guess. I Stop know. to smell the roses a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Attend more events. I don't okay. know. Uh, just make more friends. You know, I feel okay. like high school just just was like uh, just blew by. Okay, it's like poof. 
you know, and working for a school district and having my kids all have gone through high school, it goes so fast. Mm-hmm. You know, Kevin kids go through like the band program and stuff. It's like we were in that program for nine years and it feels like a blink. Yeah. You know, I know. And it's just like, that's it. We're done. Yep. No more Saturday night football games, no more tournaments, no more. It just stops, you know, and you're just yep. like, okay. Now what? Let me, sh- <laughs> let me shut the, the, the cover of that book and put that on the shelf and move on to the next thing, you know? So I think, yeah, I think if I could give myself advice, you know, say, hey, man, make the most of this. This is, this is your last four years in school. You know, because you're not going to college. You don't. You don't. Right. You don't want to go to college. I was so burned out on school. Yeah, yeah. I just. Yeah, I was kind of like you. It's just like, you know, just put a PRF in there. Yeah. Well, you're getting a D minus. That's a, that's passing still, right? That's still a diploma. <laughs> well, yes, but it's a D minus. Fine. Yeah. Put a, put a P there for pass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care what my score is. I don't care what my grade is. When yeah. I go to get a job, there's a box that says high school diploma. I say. Yes. <laughs> Dumb as a stump, yeah. but I got a high school diploma. <laughs> so anyway, there you go. Cool. Okay. Guys <laughs> had different experiences than me, man. Yeah, um, yeah I would have just been more confident. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I didn't do mm-hmm. certain things because I was too worried about failing. And De- I, that I is definitely... I would have let myself fail. I would have... Mm-hmm. I would have gone hard and made mistakes not socially or any of that more i would have tried out for my team i would have i would have um been more aggressive about where i thought i could go or what i thought i could do i wasn't thinking i could go to a four-year school because i have money right that's not really the reason you can't go to school so right i mean i got good grades and i was top of my class not not the very top but in the top of my class sure was well known and all those things so I, I had a normal high school i guess so far as that goes but i, I would have i just would have been more calm. i would not have allowed doubts or um the desire mm-hmm. to be perfect to stop me from trying things that i might fail mm-hmm. at so and then i think that would have helped me in the rest of life doing more things as well so, yeah mm-hmm. but i i don't know from as friends to you guys i think all of you sold yourself short i think all of you you should have graduated high school and gone to college you should have gone to college you should have gone to college <laughs> or the military i don't care but because i think the things you guys ended up doing you could have gone to marketing which mm. i know you didn't have the web but that's basically what you do now yeah you could have done that if that's your passion sure. i don't know mm-hmm. you could have been a pilot you could have gone and, and learned a trade or something that you want to do or what about film school because you were into that you right. could have been on the front edge time wise of youtube and all of that other stuff right. you'd be the master of that right now mm-hmm. um you guys are all into it now with your kids you guys are always watching stuff and your kids are creating nfts and whatever else well, well you could have been on that mm-hmm. you could have made films you could have done <clears throat> i think what you guys confused as hobbies were actually your passions yeah absolutely mm. yeah and mm-hmm. i think the thing that could have happened that i would have redrafted if i were you guys is I would have redrafted getting to that earlier, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and and just been about that, and and yeah. then, um, but you know that's why redrafts are stupid because you can't go back in time. I know. But um, but what you can do, and this is how on the show, is you could say, well, what am I not doing now that I should be doing? Mm-hmm. That for the next twenty years is going to be an issue. I've been asking myself a lot that over the last two years. So, you know, yeah. What am What am I not taking advantage of now that in twenty years from now I'm gonna look back and go, man, I probably should have done that yep. <laughs> earlier. I should have done that. Whatever. You I, know. I'm looking at retirement. <laughs> okay, but how are you going to retire? What's exactly? The, you know, uh-huh. are you, are you mm-hmm. is, as great as your retirement is? Is that enough? Is that, is exactly. that all you want to do? Is just mm-hmm. keep living? Right. 
Or do you, you know, and even if that is, go and close that and start okay, a new chapter. Okay, what am I going to do to invest in something right. that leaves a legacy or, or mm-hmm. does more than just mm-hmm. me sort of getting by, limping along? You yeah, know? yeah, so yeah. Mm-hmm. I think those are all the reason for the show, I guess, is, you know, it's, it's silly to think about because, again, it could just lead to regret and people get all upset. I know people live in regret and it's not yeah. fun. But mm-hmm. what we can do is say, well, I've got the whole last third of my life. Um, can I make that, you know, can I learn from these other, sometimes mistakes of, of what do they call it? Commission and sometimes mistakes of omission, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't do something. Well, I want to do it now. <clears throat> or I did do something. I want to do it differently so that I do it better. Right. That's all, you know, so yeah. that would mm-hmm. be my sort of encouragement to all of you guys as friends. But also for me, I, that's something I want to do uh, is I'm not, man, I'm, I'm not going to hold back anymore. You know, it's Good. I'm not going to worry about. That, and I don't know what that'll mean, you know. I just know that it means that there's certain things I'm walking through now that I want to keep doing, and I'm not going to worry about that kind of stuff, you know, anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, even for people listening, hey, get to it. That's what I would say. Yep. You know, I mean, figure out your passion is what I would say first. Mm-hmm. Uh, the worst place, in my opinion, and I, I could be wrong, opinions vary, that you could be in is going to work every day. Just, I'm not saying this because what Ray said, but <clears throat> sounds like it, but I don't mean it this way. Just paying the bills just to keep living. Mm-hmm. Figure out, so, and I would even add, figure out what God has called you to, what that looks like, and the significance that that can bring. Don't just go to church. Be the church. Don't just be a church person. Be a Jesus follower. Don't mm-hmm. just, I mean, I would just elevate all that. You know, Don't just be religious. Be somebody who's connected to God. Mm-hmm. Um, and, then, and then figure out what he wants you to do because he definitely wants you to do something and do that. Yeah, and that may not be a professional thing. That might be something else. But I'm just saying, whatever that is, mm-hmm. go do that and be yeah. about that. And whatever you're doing, do it as if you're doing it for him. Yep. Ray, we, Ray, we should go to film school and uh, shoot videos of Scott flying. There you go. Right. There you go. That's it. Right. Go buy a stunt plane. I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And, and a circus helmet. Right. <laughs> and All a right. clown. Well, every once in a while, we'll come along with something that's a little more serious. But um, hopefully you guys enjoyed the conversation. Maybe it helped you in what you're thinking or processing through. If you got a question, a prayer request, whatever else, throw it in the feeds, and we'll be happy to pray and respond if we need to or whatever else. Um, So, yeah, uh, maybe you do take a morning or an afternoon and go for a walk and do a redraft of your life. (laughs) But not for the sake of regret, for the sake of saying, well, okay, I didn't do those things. Maybe I could have. What am I not doing now? What can well, I Well, you should constantly be doing that anyway. So mm-hmm. you should constantly be reevaluating how you're doing things, how you did things, and how you're doing things. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right, everybody. We will see you next time with another riveting episode. Cool. I don't know if Scott's going to be here in person. We can't promise that, but we I hope can so. try. We'll I'll go to his try. house. We'll just if do we, it on Wednesdays. If we tie him up and put him in the basement. That's right. <laughs> He'll be here for the next show. All right. Well, anyways, All right, guys. we'll see everybody later. See ya. All right. See ya. See ya.